You're listening to the Life Tree Church Sermon of the Week. We pray that as you hear this word, you would be encouraged and inspired as you pursue Jesus in your everyday life. How many of you have um, heard John or seen John perform before? Okay, a good portion. So a few of you, this is brand new. So John Wason and Shelly and their children, you guys have been here, part of the church for 13 years, something like that. Is that right? Longer? 14 years? So um, John and Shelly have been a part of YWAM for 30 years. Is that right? Since 92. And John has a background in performing arts and miming, and God dropped into him many years ago just this passion to bring the gift of theater together with the scriptures. And so what John's going to be doing today and what he does around various churches and various places around the world is actually perform portions of scripture. And so today he's going to take us through the book of Philippians. We're going to go through Philippians verse by verse from front to back in a character that John has developed for it. And uh, the reason we're doing this, one, we really value the Word of God here at Lifetree. Can I get an amen? The other thing is we really value creativity. We actually believe that when we create, whether any form of art, we're actually like taking part in God's nature that's in us. He is a creator, and it says we're made in his image. And when we express creativity, we're actually expressing a part of who God is. And so my hope is that as John shares, one, you would be impacted with revelation through the scriptures, and two, you would be inspired to create. All right? So... I think that's all I've got to say about that. I'm just going to pray, and then uh, John is going to make his, his appearance. Oh, lastly, actually, before I pray, John does have a table set up in the foyer, and if you want to go check out more of what he does or just chat with him and find out more, please connect with him after the service, okay? Father, we welcome you right now to just prepare our hearts to receive what you have for us through your word Lord, we ask for that spirit of wisdom and revelation to rest in this place, rest upon us, and bring much fruit from your word through John to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye. My, my, my assistant, Colin, was supposed to... I already told you that, didn't I? Ah, ne- 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 never mind. <laughs> ah, ah. I-, I-, I thought perhaps we could uh, start this morning's lecture with a multiple choice question. <laughs> y- 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 yes? <laughs> ah, ah. Can you tell me what famous person said... I can do everything through him who gives me strength. <laughs> uh, was it, uh, ah, what, 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 what was it, Justin Trudeau? <laughs> no? Ah, ah, ah. Per- 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 perhaps it was, uh, perhaps it was Tiger Woods. <laughs> uh, ah, maybe it was that, 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 that actor fellow, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, whatever. <laughs> I can do everything. <laughs> yeah. 
or, or, or maybe it was our, our very own uh, Pastor uh, Caleb. Or was it the Apostle Paul? Yes, it was the Apostle Paul. It, it, in fact, they were words that Paul wrote in a letter uh, to his friends in the church in Philippi. Hmm? Or what we know today from the Bible as Philippians. Yes. So, who was Paul? Hmm? What do we... Oh, what, 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 what do we have here? Oh, some, some tea. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 just, I'll just fix myself a cup, shall I? <clears throat> And uh, just, just a little, just a little sugar. <clears throat> so, so Paul, who, what, 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 what do we know about uh, about about Paul? Hmm? A a a anybody? D don't. Saul. Yes, he was named Saul. Yes. What, 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 what else do we know about Paul? He, he, he was a. Ro Oh, yes, just, just a little bit of, just a little bit of sugar. <clears throat> there we go, and uh, just, a, just a touch of milk. <clears throat> ah, just right. <laughs> Now, where was I? Paul. Oh, yes. Did, did you know that Paul was born in the first decade A.D. in a town called Tarsus? Hmm? Do, 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 do you know where Tarsus is? Well, I, I, I have something to, to help. Right, uh, right here. A map. <laughs> Here's the Mediterranean Sea, modern day Turkey, Syria, Israel. Along the bottom is the north coast of the African continent with the, with the Red Sea <laughs> running up into Egypt, Libya, Algeria. Morocco over here would be France and Spain. Oh, Italy, Greece. And here we are, back, 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 back to Turkey. <laughs> Tarsus. Tarsus was a small but important city on the trade route from Syria to Asia Minor. And Paul was indeed named Saul after Israel's first king. 
And he must have been from a family of some importance because not only was he a citizen of Tarsus, but he also had Roman citizenship. And, and, and that was important because this, this whole area depicted by the map was part of the Roman Empire of the day. And so Saul, well, he had a, a, a passport to the world. Yeah, 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 yes, indeed. Hmm. Wow. Saul, Paul, hmm, uh, moved from Tarsus to Jerusalem to study under the foremost rabbi of the day, the Pharisee Gamaliel, who held to the strict interpretation that every small detail of the law be obeyed. As, <laughs> as a young Pharisee, Saul was passionate in his persecution of those he called the apostates, those blasphemers, those who claimed that Jesus was the Messiah. Those Christians. There's an interesting story told in, in Acts uh, uh, chapter 7 about how when Stephen was being stoned to death, oh, <clears throat> Yes, <clears throat> the witnesses, they laid their cloaks at the feet of a young man named Saul. Yes, yes, indeed. <clears throat> well, as the Christians fled north from Jerusalem, Paul pursued them. And just outside of Damascus, <laughs> he had a blinding encounter with Jesus. And he discovered that he had been persecuting the very God he had been attempting to, to worship and follow all of his Jewish life. From then on, things changed. From Saul to Paul. All from, from persecution to proclamation. From law to living relationship. Oh, from then on, thing, things cha changed. Oh, well, well, some, some, somebody left their, 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 their cup of tea here. Oh, C C C C Colin. My, 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 my assistant Colin must have, have left his tea. Well, ne ne never mind. He'll, he'll, he'll be back. I'll just... Uh, I'll just fix myself one, shall I? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no sugar for me. I never put sugar in my tea. <laughs> I'm sweet enough as it is. <laughs> ah, just right. <laughs> now. Where was I? Oh, yes. <laughs> Philippi. <laughs> so we must ask, who were the Philippians? Well, uh, did you know that this city still exists today in modern Greece? Hmm? <laughs> Has anybody ever visited Philippi or, or parts of Greece? Yeah, yeah you, you, you have, young man. Oh, well, such a, such a handsome young man, too. <laughs> When was that, that you were there? 
2018. Mar marvelous, marvelous. And, and over, over here as well. Wh wh when was that that you were there? Oh, oh 30 years ago. Oh, well, it, 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 it's, it's still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Philippi was a uh, prominent city in the, the, the gold-producing region of Macedonia. And it was established as a Roman colony to guard the highway from Rome right across to its eastern provinces. Did, did, did you know that uh, many retired Roman legionnaires were rewarded with land around Philippi? Predominantly Roman. And they, 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 they didn't think too much of Jews. No. <laughs> that, that was something that Paul discovered when he first visited Philippi as his second missionary journey. <laughs> he discovered that there weren't even enough Jewish men to form a synagogue. <laughs> Ten. <clears throat> Ten. <laughs> oh, uh, th 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 there's an interesting story told in Acts chapter uh, 17, I think, about when Paul was, was, uh, was walking through the, the streets of Philippi, uh, uh, proclaiming the Lord, he was being followed by a servant girl who was earning money for her owners by telling people's fortunes. Well, Paul healed her. No more fortune telling, no more money. Her, her owners, they got angry, and they had Paul beaten and thrown in prison. And while he was in prison, he, he led a, a worship hymn sing, and then he stopped an earthquake-inspired jailbreak. <laughs> and then he saved the jail warden's life. <laughs> and then he saved the jail warden's soul. Yeah, 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 yes, indeed. Well, this interesting pattern of events is, is one that seemed to, to follow Paul where, wherever he went. <laughs> but despite the misunderstandings and the anti-Jewish feelings. Paul established the first church of the European continent right there in Philippi. Hmm? And it was made up mostly of non-Jews, uh, Gentiles like us. <laughs> so, who were the Philippians? The Philippians were Paul's friends who remained faithful to him throughout his missionary journeys, <laughs> sending him gifts of money to help him on his way. They were a church that loved the Lord and flourished because of it. <laughs> that is who the Philippians were. Oh, look at this. Cookies. <laughs> well, I'll just... Uh, I'll just have one, shall I? Hmm. <clears throat> Double stuffed Oreos. <laughs> my my favorite. Hmm. <laughs> oh. Would, would 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 you like one? Oh look, there 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 there's plenty here. 
there you go. Oh, you're, 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 you're so welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want one too, don't you? Oh, yes. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> well, so, uh, where are we next? Oh, yes, this letter. Uh, and it's, that's exactly what it was, a letter. <laughs> Not unlike one that, 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 that you and I might write to a friend with a, a beginning, Paul and Timothy, and a, a conclusion, greet all the saints, and, well, all, all the other thoughts that we put in the middle. <laughs> Paul wrote this letter around 62 AD when he was first imprisoned in Rome. He wrote the letter some 12 years after he established the church in Philippi. Some 29 years after his dramatic conversion on the road to Damascus. Some 32 years after Jesus was crucified and rose from the dead in Jerusalem, he wrote the letter some five years before he himself was executed in Rome. It's a warm, informal letter, uh, written not, not to an individual, huh? but to the whole church. And in it, he's been telling, it, telling them about what's been happening to them. He's, he's thanking them for the gifts of money that they've sent him that have been hand-delivered to him by Epaphroditus. In fact, Epaphroditus is there while he is writing the letter and is going to be hand-delivering the letter back to the church in Philippi. He's encouraging them to press on in Jesus, to center their actions on the person the pursuit, the power of Jesus. <laughs> He's warning them against problems of legalism and disunity. <laughs> but above all, Paul is writing about where he has discovered true freedom. <laughs> you, you, you see, a, a prisoner writing about freedom, <laughs> not in the circumstances of his life, some 30 years of hard travel, false accusations, arguments, beatings, stonings, imprisonments, earthquakes, shipwrecks, snake bites. <laughs> ah, not in the circumstances of his life, but in the transforming nature of Jesus, the Messiah. This is Paul's Message of joy. Yet, 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 yes, indeed. It is. Oh, Colin, there you are. I was looking all over for you. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, well, I've just finished giving the introduction to Paul's letter. And, well, why don't you go and... But why don't you go and, 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 and recite the letter? Just, just how you think Paul would have... Well, well how, how you think Paul would have wanted the words to, to be heard? Me? me, me. No, I, I, I think I'll just... Um, 
I, I, I think I'll just stay here and uh, put, put up my feet and uh, may, may, maybe have a, a, a cup of tea. Ah, th 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 thank you. Mm. J j j j j j just right. <laughs> oh, Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. <laughs> Philippians. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. For whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. <laughs> now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. As a result, it's become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so in love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition. Not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I'm in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice. For I know that through your prayers and the help given by the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? <laughs> I do not know. I am torn between the two. 
I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that through my being with you again, your joy in Christ Jesus might overflow on account of me. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, contending as one person for the faith of the gospel, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that by God. <laughs> for it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for him. Since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now here that I still have, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit, and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped but made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus... Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. <laughs> Therefore, my dear friends, as you've always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with, with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. Do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure. Children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life in order that I may boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor for nothing. But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. Mm. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about him. I have no one else like him who takes a genuine interest in your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself 
because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me, and I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him. And not on him only, but also on me to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I'm all the more eager to send him so that when you see him again, you may be glad. <laughs> and I may have less anxiety. <laughs> Welcome him in the Lord with great joy and honor people like him. For he almost died for the work of Christ, risking his life to make up for the help you could not give me. Finally, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. It's no trouble for me to write the same thing to you again, and it's a safeguard for you. Watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators of the flesh. For it is we who are the circumcision. We who worship by the Spirit of God, who glory in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reasons for such confidence. If anyone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin. A Hebrew of Hebrews. In regard to the law, a Pharisee. As for zeal, persecuting the church. As for legalistic righteousness, faultless. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already obtained all this or have already made me perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to take hold of it, but one thing I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point... You think differently? That too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. <laughs> Join with others in following my example, brothers and sisters, and 
take note of those who live according to the pattern we gave you? For as I've often told you before and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is in their stomach and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, that is how you should stand firm in the Lord, dear friends. Oh, I plead with Yodia. I plead with Synthiki to agree with each other in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, loyal yoke fellow, help these women who have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Oh, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice! <laughs> Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. <laughs> Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. <laughs> and the God of peace will be with you. <laughs> I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. <laughs> Indeed, you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. <laughs> I've learned the secret of being content in, in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of the, my acquaintance with the gospel, when you set out from Macedonia, well, well, not 
one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving. Except you only. <laughs> For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid again and again when I was in need. <laughs> Not that I'm looking for a gift, but I am looking for what may be credited to your account. I receive full payment and even more. I'm amply supplied now that I've received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God. And my God will meet all of your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Uh, to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen? Greet all the saints in Christ Jesus. Uh, the brothers and sisters who are with me send greetings. All the saints send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. Oh, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. <laughs> Professor. Professor. Professor, I've, oh, uh, wake up, sir. Um, professor, <laughs> yes, um, well, I've finished reciting Philippians. Oh, well, I think it, I think it went very well, sir. They, they really seem to uh, appreciate Paul's words. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, um, Professor, you've, uh, you, you've, you've spilt your, your cup of tea here, sir. <laughs> yes, I'll just, um, I'll just clean that up for you, shall I? <laughs> Um, professor, they're, they're waiting for you, sir. throne room of God. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever written a letter like that? Have you ever received a letter like that? Yes, well, you just did, eh? <laughs> yes, well, thank you all for, oh, what, 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 what's this? A uh, 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 cookie. Hmm. D double stuffed Oreos. Not my favorite. <laughs> I already told you that, didn't I? Uh, ne 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 never mind. Well, uh, th 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 thank you all for, for coming to this, this morning's lecture. And, uh, and uh, so nice to see you all here. And, 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 and well, uh, please, please, please come back again <clears throat> ne next time. We'll... When we'll be looking at the, the Psalms. Huh? Hmm? Blessed are those who do not walk in the counsel of the... Well, not, not, not all 150 of them. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think I'll just... Um, I, I think I'll just go and get myself a cup of tea. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Pretty rich, huh? I don't know about you, but I just feel like stirred uh, that Jesus is worth it all. It's hard for a preacher not to want to preach after hearing the whole book of Philippians, but hey, I'll, I won't keep you. Uh, so Father, we just ask that your words spoken to us today would bear much fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Life Tree Church Sermon of the Week. At Life Tree, we are a family all about declaring and displaying Jesus to transform lives and benefit our city. If you'd like to find out more about Life Tree, you can find us online at lifetree.ca.